0: good morning good morning good morning and welcome back everyone oh my goodness it is so cold this morning i am freezing it's lovely and sunny outside but that sun has got no warmth to it so make sure you put your coats on before going out it's freezing oh we've even got ice on our roofs and on our cars on everything everything's covered in ice today and my bird bath that had water in it and my wishing well in my garden that has water in it they're all frozen over that's how cold it is so coats hats and gloves definitely and maybe even scarves that's today's winter (laughs) warm-up right hello And how are we all doing? Are we all good? Yes, so glad to hear it. Well, today's story. Hmm. I think we'll see if we can uh, find the toys and the wand. What do you think? So the wishing chair, chapter 11, and it's Mr. Grimm's School for Bad Brownies is what it's called. So here goes. Up the stairs went the three, treading very quietly indeed, hoping that not one of the stairs would creak or crack. The brownies crowded round the door at the bottom of the stairs, holding their breath and watching. Up and up and up. And there was the landing at last. Now for the door on the left. They saw the door, they tiptoed to it, and Peter turned the handle. Would it be locked? No it wasn't. They peeped inside. Yes, it was the storeroom and stacks of books and pencils, rulers, ink bottles, old desks and all kinds of things were there. Can't see our toys, whispered Binky, or my wand. Let's look in all the drawers and all the cupboards. So they began opening the drawers and hunting in them and pulling open the cupboard drawers and peering in at the shelves. But they could find nothing more exciting than books and pens and rubbers. And then Binky gave a soft cry. Look here, he said, here they are. The others ran quickly over to him. He had opened a big chest and there, lying quietly in the top of it, their wings vanished, lay all the toys they had lost. Yes, Rosebud was there, and Peter's engine and the top and the soldiers, everything. Oh, but wait, no, not quite everything. I can't see my wand anywhere, said Binky, hunting desperately. Oh, where is it? They hunted all through the chest, but there didn't seem to be any wand there. They looked in despair at one another. They simply must find Binky's wand. I'm glad we found the toys, whispered Binky, but it's dreadful that I can't find my wand. It's got a lot of magic in it, you know. I wouldn't want Mr Grimm to use that. Then the children heard a noise that froze them to the floor. Footsteps. Footsteps coming slowly and heavily up the stairs. Not quick, light, brownie steps, but slow, ponderous ones. Would the footsteps come to the storeroom? In panic, the children and Binky squeezed themselves into a cupboard, not having time to put away the toys they had pulled out of the chest. The door opened and somebody walked in. The children hardly dared to breathe and Binky almost choked. Then a voice spoke. Someone has been here. Someone has tried to steal toys, and that someone is still here. Come out! The children didn't move. They were much too scared to do a thing. And then poor Binky choked. He choked again, then coughed loudly. (sighs) Footsteps marched to the cupboard and the door was flung wide open. There stood Mr Grimm, exactly like his name. He was a big, burly brownie with a tremendous beard falling to the floor. He had pointy ears and shaggy eyebrows that almost hid his eyes. "'Ho!' he said in a booming voice. "'So the someone is not one person, but three!' Peter, Molly and Binky came out. Poor Binky, still coughing. Mr Grimm took them each firmly by the back of the neck and sat them down on the window seat. "'And now will you kindly tell me why you came to steal my toys?' he said. "'How did you know they were there? "'And who told you about them?' "'They're not your toys, sir.' Peter said at last in rather a trembly voice. They're ours. We let them grow wings yesterday by using growing ointment on them and they flew away. We came to fetch them. A very likely story indeed, said Mr Grimm scornfully. And how did you come here? Up the stairs, said Molly. Mr Grimm frowned a fierce frown. "'Don't be foolish, girl,' he said. "'I mean, how did you arrive here? "'By bus or train? "'And how did you get into the grounds?' "'Binky gave the others a sharp nudge. "'Molly had just been going to say "'that they had come in their wishing chair, "'but she shut her mouth again tightly. "'Of course she mustn't give that away. "'Why, Mr Grimm would search the grounds and find it.' Well, said Mr Grimm, I'm asking you a question. And when I ask questions, I expect them to be answered. Still no reply from any of the three. Mr Grimm leaned forward. Shall I tell you how you came? You must have friends here among the brownies. And they helped you to climb the wall and told you to take the toys. Ha, ha. Don't try to say you didn't do that. They didn't say a word. Mr Grimm got up and put the toys back in the chest. You, he said to Binky, you are a pixie and I don't usually take pixies into my school. But you are a very bad pixie, I can see. And I shall keep you here. And I shall keep these two as well. I'm not sure what they are. But, even if they are real proper children, which I very much doubt, they deserve to be punished by being my pupils here for a term. Oh, no, said Molly in horror. What will our mother say? You can't do that. You will see, said Mr Grimm. Now go downstairs, find the brownie called Winks, and tell him You are to come into the class when the bell rings. He will give you books and pencils and tell you where to sit. The three of them had to go downstairs in a row, Mr Grimm behind them. They were frightened. Unless they could manage somehow to get to their wishing chair, they would simply have to stay at Mr Grimm's school. They found Winks and told him quickly what had happened. He was very sorry. Bad luck, he said, very bad luck. Come on, I'll get you books and things. Sit by me in class and I'll try and help you all I can. He took them into a big room and gave them books and pencils. Almost at once a bell rang loudly and all the brownies trooped in quickly. Not one of them spoke a word. They took their places quietly and waited. Why were you sent here, Winks? whispered Binky as they all waited for Mr Grimm to appear. Because I used my grandmother's blue spell and turned all her pigs blue, whispered back Winks. And I was sent here because I put a spell into my father's shoe tongues and they were rude to him all the way down the street and back, whispered Oho. And I was sent, began another Brownie, when slow and heavy footsteps were heard. In came Mr Grimm and stood at his big desk. Sit, he said, as if the brownies were all little dogs. They sat. We have three new pupils, said Mr Grimm. I regret to say that I caught them stealing. Stealing! from my storeroom. If I find out who helped them into this school and told them about the toys they came to steal, I shall take my stick to him. Grrr! This was very frightening. Molly didn't even dare to cry. She comforted herself by thinking of the wishing chair hidden under the bush in the garden. They would run to it as soon as ever they could. Now, we will have mental numbers, said Mr Grimm. And a little groan ran around the class. You boy! What number is left when you take 82 and 64 from 103? He was pointing at poor Peter. Peter went red. What a silly question. You couldn't take 82 and 64 from 103. Say 650, whispered Winks. He doesn't know the answers himself. 650, said Peter boldly. Everyone clapped as if he were right. Uh, very good, said Mr Grimm. Then he pointed to Molly. How many pips are there in seven pounds of raspberry jam? Seven pounds of raspberry jam, repeated Molly, wondering if she had heard all, all, all right. Er uh, well, say none at all, because your mother only makes raspberry jelly and strains the pips out, whispered Winks. Uh, none at all, said Molly. How do you make that out? thundered Mr Grimm in a very frightening voice. Um, because my mother makes raspberry jelly and strains all the pips out, said Molly. Everyone clapped again. Silence, said Mr Grimm. Now you, Pixie, and see you are very, very careful in your answers. If I take 52 hairs from my beard, how many will there be left? Binky stared desperately at the long beard that swept down to the floor. Well, he began, and then Winks whispered to him. Say the rest, he hissed. Oh, well, the rest of the hair will be left, he he said. Mr Grimm suddenly pounded on the desk with his hand. "'You winks!' he shouted. "'I heard you whispering then. "'You told him the answer, "'and I believe you told the others the answers too. "'Come here, I'll give you the stick. "'Oh my goodness, how scary! "'Aha, you think because all my canes were broken "'that I haven't got one. "'But I have. "'You just wait.' Please, sir, I'm sorry, sir, said Winks. I just thought I'd help them as they were new. I was trying to be good, sir, and helpful. I really was. You're always telling us to be that, sir. No excuses, said Mr Grimm. And he turned to a cupboard behind him. He unlocked it and took out a long, thin stick. (sighs) Come up here, Winks, he said. Poor Winks went up. "'He got two smacks on his hands. "'Oh, my goodness me!' "'Molly was very upset, but Ho-Ho whispered, "'Don't worry. "'Winks always puts a little spell in his hands "'and he doesn't mind a bit if he's whacked. "'He doesn't feel it.' "'Molly felt comforted. "'Winks winked at her as he went back to his seat. "'Mr Grimm went to take a book from a shelf "'and as he turned his back, "'Binky clutched Peter by the elbow.' Peter, he hissed, do you see what his stick is? It's my wand. Peter stared. Yes, the stick on the desk was Binky's little wand. Oh, if only it had wings now and could fly to Binky. But it hadn't. Binky never took his eyes off it as the class went on and on. I must get it he kept saying to himself i must get it but how can i oh for a really good idea well that is the most awful school ever isn't it fancy that they're not allowed to smack you with sticks ah oh, dear me but you know what a long 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 time ago That's what they used to do. (laughs) Oh, dear. Imagine that. But at least they're not allowed to do that now. So, oh, they still haven't got their toys back. And they need the wand. And it's on Mr Grimm's desk. What are they going to do? Oh, maybe tomorrow they'll have come up With a good idea, but they need to get out of there because Molly and Peter's mother will wonder where they are if they have to stay there for a whole term. Blimey, that's about six weeks. (gasps) Can't stay there for that long, can they? So come back tomorrow and see what happens. (laughs) Anyway, that is today's story and I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you're looking forward to finding out tomorrow whether they get their toys back or not. So you have a lovely 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 day. Well just make sure you wrap up if you go out because it is cold and then whatever you are doing make sure you enjoy it And make sure you have fun. Okay? And me, I'm going to do some baking today. I'm going to bake some biscuits. Yummy. Chocolate biscuits. Or jammy biscuits, maybe. Don't quite know yet. But whatever I'm going to do, they're going to be tasty. (laughs) So, I will see you all tomorrow with any luck. And I would like you to make sure that you take care and to make sure that you stay safe. And as I say, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.